Welcome to The World on Fire. I'm your host, Greg Wilpert. A prominent candidate for the presidency of Ecuador, Fernando Vicencio, was assassinated on Wednesday, August 9th, just as he was leaving a campaign rally. The assassination shocked Ecuador, which has already been reeling from sky-high crime rates and the assassination of the mayor of the Ecuadorian town of Manta just a month ago. On Thursday, government representatives stated that eight Colombians had been arrested for organizing the assassination and that the person who shot Via Vicencio was killed in the shootout following the assassination. The government further stated that the suspects had ties with organized crime in Ecuador. Ecuador is in the midst of a presidential campaign to complete the term of President Guillermo Lasso, who dissolved the legislature shortly before he was scheduled to be impeached on corruption charges. The move also triggered a new presidential election in which Lasso is not running for re-election. Joining me now to discuss the latest developments in Ecuador is Joe Emersberger. Joe is a Canadian engineer with Ecuadorian roots who has often written for FAIR and Zenet, among other publications, and also has a new Substack page. Thanks, Joe, for joining me today. Thank you for inviting me. So let's start with Fernando Vicencio. Uh, who was he and whose interests and in politics did he represent? And uh, what was uh, his presidential campaign about? Okay, he, he's a long time, uh, he's a right-wing uh, candidate. Uh, he's a, uh, a long-time enemy of Correa's government, which was uh, a left-wing government in power from uh, uh, 2007 to 2017. Uh, he was briefly, he, he kind of always had a little bit of a, a, officially a flirtation with left, left-ish movements, like he was a former trade union person and he was, um, he was one of the, apparently one of the founders of the political wing of Kanai, the indigenous movement's uh, uh, political uh, uh, wing, which is called Pachacutic. And that party has always uh, been to the right of Kanai, it's, for, for whatever reason, uh, they've always been a disconnect between Kanai's discourse and Pachacutic. So in office, their their politicians have always swung to the right. So Via um, Vicencio was involved with that, and uh, he recently he, he also uh, he tried to he was he became he got elected to Congress in uh, 2021. He was basically allied with Guillermo Lasso, the right wing president. Now, in fact, he was he tried he made maneuvers to try to obstruct. Uh, the 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 um, the impeachment of of, um, of Lasso, which was underway before the uh, shortly before the the elections were called. So he's basically a right wing actor, although he's kind of flirted with uh, uh, leftish leftist kind of rhetoric uh, and organization in the past. And he's also um, his other claim to fame is that he was briefly an author of a of a hit piece uh, that uh, the Guardian put out against about Assange. Uh, Julian Assange claiming that he had met with uh, Paul Manafort, uh, Trump's uh, um, campaign manager, that he had met with him in the Ecuadorian embassy, which was an absolutely outrageous story. Uh, the the Guardian ended up just peppering it with uh, weasel words, you know, editing it after the fact to uh, to protect themselves <laughs> from from lawsuits. And he was briefly noted as a as a as a uh, he was he appeared his name appeared on the byline of that uh, of that article for a while. Uh, and then he was removed. Uh, so he, he was basically, he, he, he was, uh, uh, that was before he got into, uh, get, but again, into politics again, he was, uh, he, he was uh, declared himself a journalist and uh, he was actually convicted under Ecuadorian law. Libel is a criminal effect, so, so offense. So while Correa was in office, 
he actually got convicted of libel because he and a few other guys, uh, basically, well, they pretty much, out, they did outrageously libel Korea. Uh, they made some outrageous allegations saying that Korea had ordered uh, police to shoot on uh, to shoot on a uh, hospital. <laughs> it was outrageous, and uh, he, he was he was convicted for that. And so that was that that became kind of another uh, uh, reason he became. Um, got some attention internationally because people rallied behind the uh, you know they they objected to the fact that libel was part of the criminal code in Ecuador so that that gained him some notoriety uh so his assassination is uh he he was he was polling like fourth or fifth you know uh, very low he was not he was not a threat to to do very well in the election um the election actually according to the average of the latest polls before this incident who knows how this will affect things but it looked like Luisa Gonzalez the Koreaist candidate it was poised to uh, based on an average of polls like very close to winning outright in the first round so we'll see what happens uh, how the vote actually uh, takes place now uh, with his assassination uh, Lasso was immediately announced a, a 60 degree a 60 degree 60 day uh, state of exception so that, that's of concern to me, because although they said, yeah, no way, the elections are going forward, but then how are they going to take advantage of these, of the state of exception to, to perhaps suppress the vote in certain areas where they think you know, Korea has a heart, large number of supporters? You know, what kind of, what kind of extra, how could they use these extra powers to, to tamper with the electoral process? You know, that's, that's a concern I have. Yeah, I, that, that's, that's what I want to get into next. I mean, is, you know, basically whose interests do you think Via Vicencio's assassination serves? I mean, surely there are those who would like to pin the assassination on the Korea movement or on Korea himself, I, I imagine, because of the, uh, you know, the animosity that existed between Via Vicencio and, and Korea. Um, I also find it interesting that there's kind of a, maybe a bit of a tangent, but I just saw an article that uh, I think it might have been the New York Times that claimed that uh, Via Vicencio was uh, charged under for insult the president, not libel, as you point out. Um, so that's a huge difference. But anyway, um, there was a pretty big animosity in any case, and he was, as you said, imprisoned briefly. Um, so, um, so, I mean, who do you think was might have been behind it, and whose interest does um, uh, this uh, this assassination serve? Well, it's. I think it's. Uh, one thing to mention is that. The, the people in charge of of the uh, essential security is the government, the last government. The, 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 they, they, he was one of the candidates who had uh, protection provided by the government as a presidential candidate. They, they're you know common sense. They get official uh, protection from the government. So they were just horrendous error. And his his own family has just been absolutely, as you can imagine, livid. Denouncing Lasso's government, say how these 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 errors in the security and the handling of his security were just inexcusable and multiple. You know, the, where where they let him left the building, the fact that the car wasn't bulletproof, uh, you know, just just all sorts of just basic errors in security. And the family's just livid. They wouldn't let him see the body right away. They were denouncing that. So the family's been pointing the finger directly at Lasso, um, and and the, he's responsible for the security. Uh, so yeah, I mean they're. they're there's already immediately as soon as this happens, you see right-wing actors, including in my own family, people who support the right are immediately calling for a military government. Uh, you know, so there's those kind of those kind of reflexive uh, you know, forces are unleashed by something like this. You know, there's this. Uh, uh, so you know, there's I don't 
there's no advantage to for uh, for the lead for Korea is that first of all they don't have the they're not in power they don't have control the nobody has control of the police apparently <laughs> so or of the of the it's just it's a it's just a, a total uh, free for all right now I mean violent crime has gone up quadrupled since uh, since 2017 when the right wing basically basically took power with their Trojan horse Moreno with but uh, you know it's been it's been a, just a catastrophe so uh, I mean who who benefits I mean. Really, I mean, the chaos really tends to, to empower those, those forces who wanna uh, who wanna use this as a pretext to seize power. You know, it's what the it's what Lasso already tried to do with his referendum. You know, he wanted to roll back. He wanted to extra. You know, he want tried to have a referendum in February that was focused on crime. So the typical solutions the right wing proposed. You know, they create they created this problem of violent crime, and then their solutions are like uh, give people guns, uh, let the back civil right, let the government extradite people, and so that seems to be the that seems to be the, the the direction that the right is trying to take this and and trying to blame Korea. I mean that's it's outrageous, but they've they've made outrageous allegations against him before, uh, so they'll it'll, they'll you know they'll feed that 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 kind of discourse will be out there. But uh, I, for me, honestly, it's hard to say. What my concern is that, like I say, my concern is that the the powers that they've 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 given themselves now with the state of exception, I worry what what could what what they could try to pull with that uh, in terms of voter voter suppression. Uh, that, or that kind of that kind of maneuver, you know, um, that that's my concern. Uh, it, like I said, Vicencio was a minor candidate, so if anything, his votes will probably get transferred to other right-wing candidates. Yeah. Hmm. So actually, that would probably benefit the right then. Um, but uh, one of the main issues, as you mentioned, is uh, you know the the skyrocketing crime crime rate, specifically the homicide rate. And you wrote about this actually last February for an article in Mint Press. Um, how you know the the uh, international media keeps focusing on this issue, and it's been related also. I've seen to um, the assassination somehow that because of these high uh, crime rate that that's has something to do with uh, with Via Vicencio's assassination. But um, talk a little bit about what. Um, uh, that that record that is um you just mentioned uh that uh crime was actually uh lower during korea and and why is it become such an issue and and just how serious is it in, at the moment yeah it, it's an absolute catastrophe i mean at the, when when korea left office ecuador was, was basically about the second most a safe country in Latin America, where it was, it had a homicide rate of under a 5.8, something like that, uh, deaths per uh, homicides per hundred thousand people, which is about the level of the U.S. and Canada, more or less. Um, now it's important, you know, because this always gets distorted in the media. Equ they, they always say Ecuador was once safe. That's very misleading. Like in the in the late 70s, early 80s, yeah, it was very safe. I mean, but that you're talking 40 years ago, uh, and then from the 1980. All the way right through to twenty uh, to twenty eleven to, to early years of Korea's presidency, the, sky, the homicide rate is constantly on an upswing. It, it, it by time Korea, you know, it was maybe it was maybe about uh, five six in nineteen eighty, but by nineteen by two thousand eleven, it had reached like seventeen eighteen, and then under Korea's um, uh, ten years in office, it had gone all the way back down to under under six, like about five point eight under six. So a, a reduction of like two thirds, a massive reduction. And that's unprecedented. The whole the whole trajectory over those decades was up was upward. You know, was an upward trajectory in the homicide rate. And um, 
So, so Correa had this remarkable achievement of bringing it down by, by two-thirds, and he did it without all the things that the right wing always wants to suggest, you know, without uh, mass incarceration, without uh, you know, guns proliferating all over the, you know, without, all the, all the, without the death penalty, all, all the kind of things that the right wing people like to propose as uh, solutions. So he achieved that. And then uh, as soon as uh, uh, Moreno took over and betrayed the, his, his, his whole his, his movement that got him elected, became basically a right-wing a right -wing government, uh, immediately you see the, the, the upward trend in homicide starts very, very soon. Pretty much in 2018, 2019, you already see an alarming upward trend. But then under, under Lasso, it's just, it's just gone through the roof. So now, you know, like I mentioned, it was, if it was like 17 or 18, around 2011, when, uh, in the early years of Correa's office, when it peaked after a steady climb from the 1980, by, by 2021, 22, 23, now we're up way beyond that. Now we're up 25, 26. Now, now it's the highest it's been in decades. Uh, like a quadrupling of what it was since 2017. So the, what, what, the, um, what the corporate media tends to do is distorts this history because the actual the record of the right wing in Ecuador with, with homicide rate for the last 40 years has always been terrible. They've always, it's always been an upward trend when they're in office. They just, they don't, they don't have uh, whatever, they, they, they lack the, 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 uh, the, the, the understanding uh, and they don't, they don't believe in a strong state. They don't believe in funding things properly. They don't believe in, uh, they believe in just kind of letting things slide and just letting rich people try to pay for their own security. It doesn't even work for the rich people. Uh, it hasn't worked for anybody. Nobody, literally nobody is safe in Ecuador. The uh, Correa's themselves have had candidates assassinated in recent months as well. It's not, it's not something that's just affected uh, any, any particular uh, um, side of the political spectrum. It's just a general free-for-all at the moment. You have uh, gangs giving press conferences from the jails. Uh, the jails are out of control. The, the, uh, the, some, some of the prison massacres are taking place because the, the, the criminals have just taken over uh, the, um, the prison system. And Luisa Gonzalez, the, the Correa's candidate, has been hammering at this constantly. Her point is constantly that, that the criminal elements in Ecuador have basically taken over the state. They've, they've taken over uh, the police, uh, the, the prisons, uh, parts even of the military. Even the U.S., who was very pro-Lasso, very supportive, there, there was a U.S. government official who made ac accusations that from the embassy that, uh, you know, there's... Uh, uh, drug dealers are uh, infiltrated the police and, and stuff like that. So there's there's a lot of there's a lot of problems that are just just a total catastrophe. And uh, and I say like I said, I guess the the history tends to get distorted because you, you look at the history. The the right wing has always been terrible on on, on crime in Ecuador for the past forty years. Well, I guess kind of related to that is certainly also the issue of corruption, which was Via Vicencio's you know main issue, uh, and 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 it's also always been portrayed you know that uh, corruption was particularly bad under Correa, um, with him being sentenced in absentia while he's uh, living in uh, exile basically in Belgium, and then also his vice president Jorge Glass being uh, imprisoned for corruption under uh, the previous president Lenin Moreno. Um, now. Um, and and so what's the what's first of all what's the record there i mean as far as we can tell of course corruption is always more difficult to identify than homicide but um i mean what's your sense of what's happening and then of course uh lasso himself was also charged with corruption uh and which is one of the reasons we're having this uh presidential election coming up so uh what's your assessment there uh in terms of uh the record 
Well, I mean, under Correa, there was there was a, a, a massive increase in public works. Uh, there were all sorts of, of, of projects for the, the, a huge improvement in the roads and schools built and hospitals and uh, infrastructure, like anti-flooding in- infrastructure. Eight hydroelectric uh, uh, plants were, were, were built. I mean, there was a huge, massive, really unprecedented investment in, Afri- in, in, uh, in, in infrastructure and in public works. So with that, there's always going to be, I mean, it's inevitable that there will be some shenanigans and, you know, things going on. Uh, and, and Correa's never denied that there is, yeah, there were some instances where things happened that, you know, this guy was, was pilfering, this guy was doing this. But it was at, not at a level that actually impacted the, the benefits, that the, the macroeconomic benefits that the, the public received. But it did give, it gave the, it was, an, it was inevitable as there was going to happen on some level and that there, there was going to be used later. It was blown up in a big, big show by the media, especially under Moreno, uh, to, to use that as a, as a basis for political persecution to say, aha, well, the, I mean, Correa's, Correa's sentence is that he, was, he had psychic influence. Like one of the things he's been accused of, he had psychic influence over the lower le- any lower level official who took a bribe. I mean, if, if you took that kind of accusation seriously, there isn't a single president anywhere in the world who couldn't be sent to jail. Because product, corruption takes place. There are dirty cops. There are dirty officials, and it, you know, it, 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 under any government that it, that ever existed, and ever, <laughs> so you can you could throw anybody in jail for that. So that's kind of the, the approach they've taken um, to to. Uh, and Korea actually has political asylum in uh, in Belgium. The cases against them are ridiculous. Interpol is not a leftist organization. They've rejected on human rights grounds Ecuador's request to extradite him. I mean, it's it's a joke, um, but I mean. Like I said, there's 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 like any like any propaganda. There's some elements of yeah. There, there was there corruption in the crime. Yeah, there was some corruption, but because they, there was such a massive investment in in public works, and there were, you know with that comes opportunities for some people to get in there and and do some things. But there was no there was no the, the like I said those that corruption was at a low level that it did not impact the benefits that people received from those projects, and also it, it just doesn't track with a, a corrupt government that has this unprecedented reduction in homicide rate that cleaned up the the police that purged the police of, of uh, that it instituted polygraph tests for police to make sure that they weren't compromised when they were uh, hired you know that do would you commit a crime have you ever taken a bribe you know questions that put them on the spot right at the beginning before they could even be accepted you know so you know, kind of kind of measure that's not the, the, the kind of thing that a corrupt government does okay this so they I mean was I mean there could be corruption in the government, but that was not a government that that tolerated it or tried. But I mean, did they catch every single instance of corruption? No, I mean because that's that's not, that just doesn't ever happens. But I think the right took advantage of that in the early years when Correa was out off to generate. You know, and the fact that I think that Moreno betrayed uh, Correa generated some confusion, and so that gave those allegations maybe a little bit of credibility.